Okay, good afternoon, everybody. This is Raider 6. We've got an episode of CAV Radio. So this is our first episode that we are, we are recording today. And so we've got uh, today here in uh, studio Raider 6 office, we've got uh, Command Sergeant Major Ring and uh, UPAR extraordinaire Kyle Cosgrove and the audiovisual tech of the year, Specialist Ski, here with me. Um, so the first episode we have here, we thought uh, I thought it was important, and I think Sergeant Major uh, would agree that uh, part of the reason why we're doing this is so that we can just uh, use an alternate medium of communication to get across some some information out to people. In today's episode, what we're going to talk about is the leadership, and so we're going to talk about uh, the background, some things that you may or may not know about the Command Sergeant Major and myself, and just so we set sort of what what we do and, and where we're from and, and who we are um, because uh, recognize that it's not easy to get around to, to 400 people and, and have a conversation. It's getting a little bit easier hopefully soon but um, right now that's where we're at. So uh, also with that, uh, Command Sergeant Major, uh, thanks for being on CAV Radio. Glad to be here. <laughs> All right, so uh, <clears throat> what we're going to do, so I'll ask you a few questions, and you can answer kind of however you want. And then um, what we can do is I'll just answer the same for myself so that we just do this kind of back and forth, um, and, and we'll get going. So first off, okay, go ahead. Uh, state your name and your, your primary, <laughs> your home of record. Hi, Mark Ring. Yep. So, uh, so where are you from, Sergeant? I'm from uh, Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. It's a small northeastern town of Pennsylvania, primarily coal miners. Lots of uh, Polish around that area. Lots of Polish foods growing up around there influenced my my, my upbringing. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's right there in Luzerne County, next to what most people know is Scranton. Scranton from the office. Yeah, that's where everybody. Oh, you're from Scranton. But, uh, yeah, we share an airport with Scranton. Scranton Wilkesbury uh, International Airport. Uh, that's where I'm from. That's where I joined the army right out of there. Born and raised. Nice. How about you, sir? Me? Oh, yeah. So I'm from Tom's River, New Jersey, most made popular by the horrific reality show, The Jersey Shore. Mm. Um, so those Jersey Shore people... Um, I can actually see how they influenced you a little ah, bit. Very much. Yeah, GTL. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, they lived in Seaside Heights, which is, like, right across the bay. So I was on, like, the mainland side. They were on the... Yeah, so I'm, I'm from uh, south... I guess south... Uh, southeastern um, New Jersey. And uh, like you, Sergeant Major, I have been out of New Jersey longer than I was ever in New Jersey. Yep. Um, so although you can never um, you can never take all of the New Jersey uh, out of me, especially because of the s number of Superfund sites that are in New Jersey, I'm pretty sure I have some radioactive material somewhere in my body. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a long time out of there. Uh, and I uh, I did I, I went to West Point from uh, right out of high school, so I did leave. When I was much like you, I left when I was I, I left when I was uh, maybe two days past my 19th birthday. So you joined the army at 18, I'm assuming. Yeah. So kind of the same thing. Uh, my parents, one set of my parents still lives there, another one doesn't. But you still have roots in in. Wilkes I Park? do. Yeah, tons of friends and tons of family there. Uh, I haven't been back there in probably six years though. I don't really have any desire to go back. <laughs> Always forward. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 uh, I think I've got one set of friends' parents that still live were, uh, in my hometown, and then that's about it. But uh, All right, so on, uh, on CAV Radio, we, uh, we will we'll 
talk about where you're from, and we usually, I, I'll usually ask people, you know, why'd you join the army? Why, why are we here? Why are you here? Did you just wake up one day and decide this was something you wanted to do, or what was the, what was, what drove you out of Wilkesbury? Oh, when I, was, when I was a freshman, ninth grade, I definitely started wanting to join the army, realizing that people were not going anywhere in that hometown. There's a lot of drugs, a lot of crime, and uh, like I said before, it was a coal mining town. The bars opened up at 7:30 in the morning. And there was almost a bar in every single corner of every single block because of how much uh, you know, alcohol was in that area. Um, generally, people get off shift from the coal mines and they'd go right to the bar at 7.30 in the morning. And for some reason, those, the, the coal mine closed down, but the bar stayed open. And uh, that was just a way of life there. And I saw no, no future there at all. So I decided to, to get the hell out of there as soon as I possibly could. And I'm glad I did. And, my friends all tell me how lucky I am to be to be out of there. So, yeah, I wouldn't def wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I, I didn't live in an area that that uh, you know that problematic. I uh, I I couldn't decide really. Though the Air Force was out for me because my eyes were terrible. The Army fixed that for me a few years later, but I had terrible eyesight. I was like Mr. Magoo. Like, I seriously, I had, like, Coke bottle glasses. I'd run into shit. It was awful, right? Bad. I mean, contacts were, 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 were required, yeah. So uh, so I couldn't do the Air Force thing, right? I definitely didn't want to be on a boat for, like, six months. That was out. So I was like, okay, I like being on teams. I liked competing. And um, so I went to a bunch of different school visits uh, to play football. And even though I couldn't play football at Army, way too small, way too slow uh, to be able to ever play football at Army, um, the whole idea that you go in there and you just start competing immediately for, you know, physically, mentally, all those things, all the challenge. So I was like, all right, I got this. Uh, um, that was what that was what I wanted to do. And then, you know, the army thing was was something. I don't have any family in the military. I have no. I mean, probably similar. I have some some secondary relatives, but not, it's like not like my dad was in the army or any of that stuff. So um, it was kind of a, an opportunity. I was like, oh, the army. I like being on a team and I like competing and. I like winning, so like, sounds like I could do all those things in the army. So uh, went on from there. So um, that was me. But all right. So now that we know who you are and, and kind of why you're here in general. We'll go into our four questions. Uh, these are these are famous questions developed by highly professional researchers um, about how we get to know people and really um, we can pull apart very very. We can learn lots of personality characteristics mm. based on these four questions. Significant research went into this. Uh, by myself right. on a Friday night with a whiteboard, which is when I'm most dangerous. Um, so first question is, uh, so what are you drinking right now? That's the first question. Because really, you know, the things that we choose, like, at, at a, you know, uh, what are you drinking? And it, and it doesn't have to be alcoholic. Uh, if you, you know, if, if it's not alcoholic, that's fine too. I mean, um, I hear hibiscus tea and chamomile is wonderful, and I, I don't know if that's How do you think something. I keep this hair so gorgeous? There you go, yes. Yeah. So so what are you drinking? What's in the ring, home, bar, refrigerator, or where is it? What are you drinking? So really, the only thing, I, I really only, I drink water, and then if I'm not drinking water, it's either coffee, or I'm not drinking water or coffee, I drink bourbon. I do have a, a significant amount of bourbon that I collect, but it's all, it's all Kentucky bourbon. Um, Trying to think of the last. I just got scored a bottle of Eagle Rare. Uh, that's 
awesome drink right there. I'm a big fan of it. Maybe one to two ice cubes and and oh, okay. uh, I was gonna ask you that on the rocks or straight. And yeah, what? one to two ice cubes at most, and and uh, by itself, just just straight on the rocks and and a cigar. That's my happy place. Mm. But uh, I even I do drink beer, but it's kind of uh, rare. Only really, I drink it when I'm watching football. That's like food, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that, I, I don't consider beer. I mean, I, maybe that's unhealthy. I don't know if we're, I'm, I'm describing unhealthy habits, but uh, I think beer is kind of like food, right? Like I, when I'm, it's like a thing you eat or drink with doing when you're doing other things. Those other things being not driving, just to be clear, <laughs> just to be a hundred percent clear. Uh, those other things being like watching football or. Um, I find it like on, when I'm grilling, if I don't have a beer in my hand, I'll be like, something's missing. Here. Yeah, like, true. Very true. Am I, uh, am I wearing I pants? No. Oh, it's the beer. The beer is not there. So yeah, no, I, I, to me, like it's a, it's a thing you do with other things. Um, but then there's other things like a bourbon or some other types of, um, you know, some other types of, uh, of drinks that you're like, I'm drinking it for, for this, but all right. So Eagle Rare, then they, that's along, it's in Kentucky bourbon. So yep. that's along the bourbon trail. I don't think I know that. Is it, what's the distillery? Is it? No, that's, um, Buffalo Trace. Oh yeah. Buffalo yeah. Trace. Okay. Yeah. I think I've, uh, I think I've been to that distillery. Um, that's on that trail, right? That's correct. Knox. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's yeah. awesome. It's I delicious. think, uh, yeah, these days I've been drinking, uh, What's the one? Um, Talisker, Talisker Sky. I started to get into Scotch. Um, although I'm, I'm sort of. I started to get into Scotch a couple of years ago, but I'm actually being in Hawaii with the heat and like the humidity. I'm actually finding the bottles are lasting me way longer than they used to. So around, um, usually around October, November, December, in a temperate climate where the seasons actually change, like I find myself kind of like, oh yeah. It's cold, it's rainy, it's dark. Like, that's when the scotch is, like, that's when it just seems to taste better. But here, um, I've, that's kind of started to go away. But, um, you know what I, I did drink a few of this weekend was uh, the Jalisco, uh, Estrella Jalisco. Oh, I love them. That you, that you told oh, me yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, and it, it's very, like, beachy. Yeah, it is, it's, it's great. Um, the other one that I do, I did remember from the last time I was here, is just the straight up cans of Miller Lite, which time. is the beach beer. So I, I, uh, I find, and I'm, I, I also realize as Skeet's looking at me, I'm talking about alcohol for like eight <laughs> minutes here. So um, trust me, uh, I can't control myself. I think I mentioned eight things I drink, but that's okay. Uh, and of course, you know, um, always in moderation, and always with a designated driver. So. Um, all right, so eating, uh, drinking, we covered. So, so what are you eating now? Where you? Uh, what's what's going on in the ring household? What are you guys cooking? Honestly, lately, we I'm usually pretty good about prepping. I usually spend my Sundays just crushing, smoking a shitload of chicken, and and turkey burgers. Honestly, for the week, and that's been going on for honestly years almost. Every single it's like almost religious. Every Sunday, just, just cooking a whole bunch of chicken. But since uh, my wife's been working extra hours lately, we've we've, we've definitely been going to Sam's or not a Sam's Club, but uh, Costco, Costco a lot and, and buying a lot of pre-made meals yeah. uh, that are easy just heat up. So and, yeah, I uh, call them our Costco overlords. That's yeah. what I tell. That's what I call them because they decide what I eat. It's not like me deciding what I eat. It's what the Costco overlords decide to stock yeah, so at Costco, which is salmon and um, and some kind of noodles that it was today and yeah. and uh, some then we had I think we got like pies, the chicken pot pies. We got oh, those. And, delicious. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, there's there's a whole series of them you're like, what did they what did they 
they offer offer us this week? Yeah. And uh, you show up, and they and they they have them there, and they're delicious and cheap. So yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, I can't stand it though because I think we're spending way too much money on freaking food mm-hmm. when I should be food prepping chicken. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's I, true. That's the only thing I should be eating. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I recently um, discovered, as as you're aware, when you came to my house for dinner, that uh, I'm not supposed to put chicken breasts on the grill because they turn into chunks rocks. of sawdust. Yeah. Um, oh, rock, thanks for that. I thought it was okay, sawdust, but you said rocks. So, <laughs> I didn't mean um, to say that out loud. Yeah, but the chicken the thighs, man. chicken thighs are, yeah, so I think that's actually what we're having today. We've been, we've been I've been doing different ways of, uh, I've done Israeli-style shawarma with chicken thighs, which is really good. A Hawaiian-style, a couple of different barbecues of uh, chicken thighs that, that turn out really well on charcoal, always charcoal, um, which I learned, again, when you guys came over, not to do the other way. Um, Great time, though. It was a good time. It was a good time. Great I think time. it helped when yeah. we uh, chewed on chicken breast sawdust for a little while, or rocks, as you describe it. So, uh, what are you reading? What are you reading now? Reading isn't it? We expand our minds. Um, we we gotta we gotta figure out what's this our major. What are you, what are you reading? Well, I'm currently enrolled in international business, so I've been it's been consuming my life after Prestige. after we get out of here. Uh, I generally, get out of here around eighteen hundred, eighteen thirty each night, and go right to an hour hour or two of uh of um international business lately so i've been reading so i'm doing this doing this project on uh on um, what i could sell in a different country and started really reading a lot into water filtration uh it's going to be definitely uh a hit and i'm going to make tons of money off it (laughs) i'm probably gonna be a millionaire within a month so so yeah i know you guys yeah so But I, this, I've been reading a lot of articles on, on my, my college class and nothing else because it's been consuming me. Mm-hmm. Uh, about you, sir? Oh, man. So uh, I, uh, I was reading. Um, so this is one thing, one rule we have on Cab Radio is you're not allowed to say that you're reading something that a boss or a higher level headquarters told you to read. Um, so I'm reading that stuff because that's, that's what I'm told to read, and that's all good. Um, but uh, what I am reading for fun is uh, uh, How Ike Led, which is a book about Eisenhower, and uh, it's written by his granddaughter, which is pretty cool because she had pretty unique access to all the people that worked with him in between when he was, uh, uh, you know, shape or uh, excuse me, you know, the, the whole Allied force commander, and then then as he left the service, uh, and then came back as a politician so it's a, it's a book about sort of how he approached things and um so that that's it it's pretty good i've um really enjoyed reading about eisenhower um who was uh, like me a 43 year old lieutenant colonel at one point so uh also very good uh and and if you ever i think i might have told you this but if you ever really want to feel like you're an underperforming military officer go to the yeah. museum in abilene kansas and read his oers uh it really puts your whole life in perspective <laughs> like when you read what macarthur wrote about eisenhower and how amazing of an officer is you're like oh oh so that's what it that's what it looks like um which i encourage everyone to do to really kind of understand uh there is no ability to, to sort of say yeah i don't know my my boss told me i was great and you're like no dude read this that's what real is so anyway um no i'm, I'm reading that it's it's been it's been pretty good his granddaughter's got some interesting insights on people who worked with him for a really long time close to him and really boiling it down to those sort of essential leadership characteristics he's a guy who led 
huge, you know, gigantic organizations made up of like different perspectives and international and politicians and you know just navigated all these really complex relationships and I thought um, it's a pretty cool thing to read about. So, and that is uh, it's professional but not just sort of for out of interest. So um, that's kind of what I'm into now. Um, all right, so what are you what are you watching? What's on the what's on the ring house on TV? Well, my kids own that thing, but generally, if um if I'm not in school watching YouTube videos and they're boring as hell, of smoking a cigar outside in my back porch, then the only thing I really do watch is, is football religiously. I try to watch uh, my, my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. which are seven and zero right now. I'm not mm. sure if you're tracking that; they're undefeated. They're pretty much the best team ever. You just gave away. What so we're anyway, gonna this. we're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> But I, I, I mean, but you I, hope they're going to be seven and zero. What I do, what I do, what I did just catch an episode of, which I haven't watched in a while, and I really yeah. do enjoy is South Park. I do enjoy the way that those guys can turn around a current event within forty-eight hours, and then and have an episode on it. I'm going to release that episode on, on Wednesday, and uh, the, yeah, the the last one was uh, the pandemic special. I don't know if you guys watched that, but uh, it's. Yeah hilarious and uh those guys push the buttons everywhere they possibly can and and somehow get away with uh really just uh making sure that they annoy every single person on earth with uh, with at least one episode yeah it, it does seem like they have a checklist yeah and, you know integrity farms huge fan yeah i mean not of what they produce at all <laughs> uh it's illegal totally but uh the um it does seem like they have a checklist right like they're just like okay um how do we get this? So I, I really so to take your point right, how they can turn it so fast. Have you read? Have you seen that uh, the documentary that I was? I think I might have mentioned. It. It's called like Five Days to Air or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about this before. Which is insane, and and why I like that documentary is because it shows. So all South Park episodes are none of them are done. Now maybe the pandemic special or maybe some of these bigger ones or whatever. But like none of the episodes are planned or prepared more than one week from the time that they have to air. So like they don't they actually don't start anything until five days. I think it's I, called five days to air. Like they they probably have got a bucket of ideas for both presidential nominees, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And as no, soon as it happens they, they will air it yeah. in two days. That documentary is crazy because yeah. it shows like how much stress and it's what's what's really interesting. I think people maybe some people don't because the humor is sometimes crass, sometimes it's offensive, like but to watch the creative process that those guys go through in, in five days and the stress, like, it's a really, and it's amazing that they've been doing this for, like, whatever, 21, 22 years. Like, and it, it's actually something really cool to watch how they've developed, they've refined their process. And, like, the other thing with that thing, make no, it's not a bunch of idiots, like, drawing on paper. Like, it's a very, very serious business that these guys are in. And the fact that, now, it's a serious business making funny stuff. But I always think it's fascinating to watch. Like, They're geniuses. Yeah, exactly. Like how they can take something and be like, okay, on Monday, we literally have nothing. And what are we going to do? And they, you're right. They pull ideas out and they walk around. They, they, you know, they go through the writer's room. And in the documentary, they go through like a period where one of the creators, I can't remember which one, he hits some kind of like mental block. And he's like, I don't know what to do. So he has his assistant go buy him a giant Death Star Lego or some kind of big Lego set. And the guy sits in his room, and he, or in his office, and he just sits there and like, puts together the Lego thing and that helps him and then he, he gets like three quarters of the way through it and he's like I got it and then he goes into the writer's room and he's like starts giving out directions and the next thing you know like a day later they have a completed episode which is crazy um, 
So yeah, this I uh yeah those guys are the, just the ability to make fun of everybody all the time is nobody's safe. I mean, unbelievable. I just saw a rerun the other day of the the one with Imagination Land, right? <laughs> oh my god. Like I, I know, and I was trying to, I was trying to. Uh, oh, look, that's it's skeet approved, so that's huge. Um, I was trying to explain, to explain to my wife like all the different callback references, and it was fun because then she'd be like, "Oh, that's Captain Crunch," and that's like, you know, Puff the Magic Dragon, and like whatever. Like there's just so many of them, but uh, the World of Warcraft one has also got to be one of my one of my early favorite or earlier favorites. But um, yeah, those guys are pretty talented. I am watching. Um, so, I started uh, the uh, what is it? The Chappelle Show um, is on Netflix now, which is pretty awesome to just sort of catch up on some of those episodes. And it's crazy how I think they were made in like '03 or '04 was the first season, maybe '05. Yeah, '03, and uh, it looks like it's a hundred years ago. Like when he's it's all grainy and like old, and they're like, oh my god, that's old. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been kind of watching that, and uh, my wife and I, it's funny you bring up Scranton, because we, we started re-watching The Office. Um, I literally watched it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> I don't it, watch uh, too much TV. One of the things that I actually watch for, and I'm just like, I'm not like Michael Scott, am I? Like, I, I watch him do things, I'm like, oh, man, that's like, I can kind of see that. Like, I mean, some of his ridiculous stuff, like... That he yells, but uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. We're just like some some of the stuff I yell at the XO uh, definitely could come out of Michael Scott's mouth. But you know, I digress. Uh, so yeah, we've been watching The Office a little bit. But um, all right, so I think we know a lot about you, Star Major Ring, and uh, I think the uh, Cav Radio listening audience now knows a little bit more about me. Um, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, here for the get to know your leadership first episode of cab radio um so is there anything else you'd like to like to say to anybody that's out there anything else uh you want to say well not right now we'll we'll see it for the next episode yeah i think we do have some other things to talk about uh on uh on the next get to know your leaders uh episode to include law enforcement run-ins nights in jail quitting the army, all sorts of good stuff. So uh, we, we can talk about that stuff later when uh, when we all get to know each other a little bit better. But uh, so thanks for coming on, and uh, Raider 6 out.